TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, with your host. Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. What was oh, you know, we're here recording an episode. We're here. We're recording an episode of the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Again. Again. So this is actually surprisingly our first time having this issue where we had to re-record an episode because we've had an episode where we decided to just not upload it. It's true. And then decided to release it in a different style, which was our Pokemon typing. Yeah. Which we've done one episode of so far. We did that as a whole every and it, that, with, was an with gray, ag- that was with gray. That was aggressive. That was with the old mic system as well. It was like two um, hours, two and a half hours, something ridiculous. So Matt was like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." No. This one is we had an SD card, SD card malfunction error. error. Yeah, corrupt some something. Yeah. The, the the audio file was corrupt. So here we are recording the episode again, and hopefully we touch on all the things <laughs> we touched touched on. The thing I is, think that we, episode we was, did leave stuff out. Yeah. So maybe we'll have that in i don't know we'll see if the episode ends up being the same length or not i don't even know what the. i mean i guess we can check but there's just no audio for it yeah um, but, but uh let's, anyways i guess the, so the big thing is one piece live action is out correct that's what we started with yeah i feel like that's where we'll kind of open up here and have you gotten to check any of it out yet so i've watched the first uh episode and a half you've watched an episode and a half they yeah. are hour long they're they are yeah like most like newer 52 age shows, to hour 52 yeah. 48 46 yeah. depends but okay so the first episode and a half there's eight episodes in total what do you, what are your thoughts so far then i mean i only get introduced to like four big characters i guess um this episode depending. so you've met zoro you've met nami you've luffy, met kobe kobe luffy. i guess and then you used to see buggy in episode two that was the one i was kind of thinking buggy garp um Garp here and there, but again, it's it's interesting for that aspect. Again, we're gonna do into a full episode of reviewing the show. Yeah, I would feel, but like, yeah, it's pretty good, honestly. It's Netflix. I feel like is finally making a comeback a little bit with their live action shows. Like they're, like I feel like they're not getting canceled after one season anymore. Like it well, used to be. I mean, certain ones are still. We'll find out. Um, we'll find out though. Because also there's still the writing strike, True. and uh, we don't know if One Piece will get its second season you can hope the thing is i feel like the show is going to get harder and harder as we get further and further into the show definitely but i have one episode left and the finale so i've there's thing i feel like there's things i like things i don't like and some characters i just don't like slash don't like the casting of necessarily okay i do like part of garb kind of following luffy early i'm gonna try and keep this as Spoiler free as possible. I don't think they did. The one thing I don't like about the Garp character is he's not as. I'm part of the like Marines, but I don't give a crap. Yeah. I don't get enough of that. I'm just going to do whatever I want because I'm the hero of the Marines. You know, like I don't get much of that fun. That's what makes Garp fun for me is that he's kind of serious, but but also not at all. Yeah, that's fair. And you don't get much of that. Um, I know you haven't met Sanji yet, but I'm not the biggest fan of uh, the casting. I think he definitely put in a lot of work for the martial arts, which I respect. Mm-hmm. But he's not my favorite. That's right. 
I've heard that that's a common thing. Like, there's big things about the character, like Sanji actor being canceled. Nami doesn't seem stuff, as but... tongue in cheek so far. Okay. Like, obviously, this is one, one season, but she's very. I do like that they made her less chicken y. She mm-hmm. is trying to fight. She fights a lot more with her staff early, which kind of makes more sense. If you've read or watched One Piece, she gets the Climatect, and you don't really don't see her fight much no. before that with any, like, you know she has a staff, but she never really used it. She doesn't bust it out often. Yeah, so this, I feel, transitions a lot better to the Climatect, where you're like, oh, well, she used a staff yeah. a lot. I it, The transition will make a lot more sense if we get to that point. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't mind that. Some of the colored hair for some people works some of it doesn't i think zoro looks great mm-hmm. and there's some characters where like the purple hair it looks not as good yeah but i will say in terms of anime adaptations pretty solid it's probably the best one i've seen cg isn't bad doesn't take away from the show at all yeah and a lot of the changes is oda was heavily involved with the series right like with this series so i don't think he would have allowed anything too bad crazy yeah if he didn't like it right um i know that he's making sure that there's not going to be no romance between the crewmates Mm -hmm. that's a big no-no for him uh and just some of the I'm, i'm i feel like shortcuts is insult is kind of insulting but the way they handled some of the arcs to speed them up a bit and move into the next arc. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed the way they handled that. But yeah, like Matt said, we're going to have a full breakdown breakdown with probably story. someone else, I'm sure. Maybe yeah. Gray. Who knows? We have or we'll people. talk about all of the episodes since Matt's not even halfway yeah. done. And I'm leaving. And he'll be leaving. So we'll wait until he's back. True. But with One Piece coming out, as if this... I think it was the, sh- the the show writer, like the showrunner, who said this, or someone. I think it may have been a producer. I can't remember his name. Forgive me, but he was dis- He worked on The Witcher. I think he's like higher up in Netflix, maybe. Okay. And he worked on like The Witcher and Stranger Things, and he was talking about how, you know, Stranger Things has a big fan base, and then they did The Witcher, and he f- and that has an even bigger fan base and very. Um, passionate fan base and and then he talks about One Piece he's like he, going in he's like I had no idea but this is this is this is the craziest so far I'm not surprised and it's like well it is the greatest selling manga of all time I'm pretty sure it uh, though I think 2022 anime stats it was the most watched show mm-hmm. period and like most watched show of 2022. That's crazy. So obviously very popular. Now, does that transition as well for anime fans slash manga fans into live action? Not usually. I feel like a lot of people are going to go in hesitant, going in wanting to hate things. Did we not talk about the one person I who was hating on Shanks? Yeah. I felt Shanks was great. Other, I do. Did you get the story where... Uh, the mountain bandits come down. Yeah. I didn't like that. He ne- didn't necessarily dump the drink right on Shanks, but the, ins- the, in- the disrespect was still, it's still there. there. Yeah. It was still present. Yeah. And I thought, I thought he was great. He looked good. The way he handled himself around his crew was great. Yeah. The 
there are a bunch of big scenes kind of left out. I feel like that's one thing you're going to notice in the series. There are some bigger moments yeah, and cool moments that are left out. The one thing I didn't like that was left out in that whole mountain bandit scene is when, uh, what's his name? Lucky, Lucky Rouge. Okay. He's uh, the big, the bigger guy with yeah, the, yeah. who always has the meat in his hand. It's the mountain bandits threaten Shanks in the anime slash manga with a gun. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, I'll kill you. And then Lucky Rouge comes in and shoots him. And yeah. Shanks says a line like, if you're not, like guns aren't for threatening, they're for killing. And if you're not going to pull the trigger, don't bother kind of thing. They don't do that. That's fair. Which I just felt like that was such a cool line. Like such a, It is. Like it's such a badass line. Like Don't point a gun if you're not going to use it. It's true facts. So there are little things like that. I'm not going to say that that's a huge impact. No, exactly. In terms of the story. But it it is something that I like one of those details that really sells Shanks's character of how badass he really is. Yeah. Because he's so tomfoolery, like go with the flow. But once you mess with his friends or mess yeah, with his crew. Yeah, that's when you see the real very, Shanks. Obviously, and that carries out in Luffy and how he yeah. carries himself with his crew and and so forth in the whole in the whole one yeah, story. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, it's who he looks up to. Yeah. But overall, I would say if you're a One Piece fan, give it a try. I think it's worth I think it's worth the watch. Yeah. Uh if you're not a One Piece fan and Still give it you want to get you're not into you know, some people aren't into anime. It's true. Some people just can't get into it. I think if you can put aside a lot of the the you know, the art of disbelief, if you will, you know. Don't just accept that some people, some people have mouse whiskers, you know, emerge yourself in the universe yeah. basically. And just don't have to question everything. Yeah. I think, I think somehow one piece is going to get more fans. Yeah. I can see that. The only problem is if they don't have a season two, I don't know if people are going to read the manga or the anime, yeah. but maybe we will. Maybe we'll get a larger influx of, we'll see of, of people. And this goes into the topic of just how much more mainstream anime and manga is becoming. I think getting, we've gotten a couple live actions, obviously of a lot of shows, usually much lower budget. There's not usually a Netflix just picking it up. No. And I think this is a, this could be the, a good stepping if stone. this does well, this could be the, the stone that's unturned and, we're going to start seeing a shift. Yeah. I think we'll see a lot more. Not saying it's all going to be good. No. But maybe we'll start seeing a lot better quality, a That's lot more series given a shot yeah. at a live action. I do still think One Piece is, some of the later parts of One Piece are a lot harder to adapt and a lot more ridiculous. So That begs the question of we're ever going to get that far. That's another thing. That's for sure. But even Skypea isn't that far. It's true. Because this story goes all the way to the end of Arlong. Mm-hmm. Even Crocodile is going to be hard. Yeah. Like his power. So, Ant, Smoker, Crocodile, Ace. That's a lot of, that's a lot of CG work. A lot work. of CGI. On top Otherwise. of obviously seeing Luffy. Stretchy um, but I did, if you haven't got a chance to watch it, watch it. If you haven't seen some of the back behind the scenes stuff, uh, also think, super interesting. I think the One Piece live action Twitter posts a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. It looks really fun. They did a lot of their own stunts, which is yep. cool to see. Um, the main actor met Oda. You can get to see him interact with Oda, and Oda says the reason 
he liked him and wanted to pick him for uh, Inyoki. I think that's what his name is, Inyoki, something like that. He's uh, the reason he was picked for Luffy was he was the one that made Oda Oda laugh. Yeah. In his inner in his um, what the audition audition not interview. So, I mean, an audition is an yeah, interview technically in a way. speaking, yeah. but he made Oda laugh in his audition, yeah. and that's why he was picked. And I do think he uh, he really handles uh, he really gets the spirit of Luffy. I think. I agree. He may not be picture perfect in terms of looks, but that's so unlikely to happen. Exactly. But he really has the spirit. He does. And uh, I've seen him Luffy. in interviews talking about One Piece stuff too. And like even behind the scenes, like you still see like he embodies Luffy. It's fantastic. Yeah. Same with Zoro. It's pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of little, little picks at his uh, lack of navigation skills. Yep. So... Some of the things aren't as extreme as they might be in the anime or manga. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to see obviously Sanji hard eyes popping out of you yeah know, exactly going crazy, but he has that charm with when he sees ladies. Uh, Usopp I felt is pretty spot on too. I think yep. the actor is fantastic for Usopp. So we'll get more into it later. I'm, I'm I'll stop there. <laughs> if you have if you're a One Piece fan, I'd say it's worth giving a shot. If you're not a One Piece fan. And you just want something that's a kind of a different, different tone action series. I can't think of anything that's a little <laughs> more unique than that. It's true. But that goes, uh, yeah, that's a, that was the big, the big thing we covered initially on the episode mm-hmm. was that the one piece. And at that time, I think I only watched like the first episode. Yeah, I think so as well. So we'll definitely get into it later. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen has started the Shibuya, Shibu, Shibuya arc. Shibuya, 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 the city, the arc, um, which is super exciting. Um, obviously, it's going to go into the following season, which we will have a season preview for at some point. I don't, I don't know when does I don't even know when the season actually starts for fall. Couple three ish weeks from this episode, but we will have an episode, even if it ends up coming a week late. Obviously, we're still going to have an episode out. Yep. But I'm super excited for this arc. Uh, I felt something I really like about Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen. And this isn't a hit to My Hero Academia. Because at the time, one, My Hero Academia is much longer than Jujutsu Kaisen. But I feel like we're just... The pacing is so good for the current anime. Where we they didn't overly extend the Gojo flashback arc. Which was the first part of the season two. It was only five or six episodes, something like that. And then, or maybe less, maybe four. And then we're jumping right into this arc, which is a big arc I was excited for when I read it. I was like, I can't wait for this to be animated. And Mappas is, is killing it. They're doing a fantastic job so far. And honestly, there's not that much. Uh, there's like one arc after that so far. Mm-hmm. Maybe kind of ish, two arcs after the Shibuya arc in the manga. Damn. It just feels like they're really, they're not holding back. They're like, okay, no, we're not going to extend it, yeah. anything. This is just, we're going at the right pace. And I just, I really appreciate that. Maybe we're going to have to wait longer for the next one. It is what it is. But I would say so far, they're killing it. I think this might be my favorite jump story. Oh, okay. Other than One Piece. Yeah. Which... I mean, My Hero Academia, I think, I can't remember if we talked about it on the episode that we didn't release or one earlier, but... It's chaotic now. It's so 
the pacing is just feels so off now in the manga. Feels it's like hard to follow at this point. It's dragging on. Um, I just kind of, I just want to like skip and go next. And then sometimes when they go to a different set of characters, I'm like, oh, yeah. like, oh, there's this, yeah, this and this like, and can this we just here. finish wrap this part up so we yeah, don't have exactly. to come back here? Yeah. No, I 100% agree with that. It's hard to follow and it's very confusing. It's, and I just don't get hyped for my hero. No, I, I don't. Where there's like one the, chapter every like six or seven. I'm like, oh, that's a great fight we're about to see. And then it just. And then gone. Goes on to something else. And you're like, oh, I guess we'll wait another. The hype is gone. Four months. We're going for to that someone one. else. Yeah. Whereas One Piece. I feel like Oda's released a whole year. Of just straight hype. Of just banger after banger. And then Jujutsu Kaisen, same thing. I'm. We have a fight going on right now. I'm not going to spoil it, but what it, but I will say it has felt, it is an extended fight. Mm-hmm. It's been going on a while, but I'm not, it doesn't feel like doesn't it's feel long. Like I'm excited every time I'm going to read. And I, my hero in the current arc, I did have that feeling at the beginning. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, this is so hype. We're getting this big fight. I can't wait to see. But now we're past, it's so far past it. I don't even care anymore. So, no, you know, I don't want to hate on my hero, but it just, nah. Just feels like... And it's translated to the anime, too. I'm just, I'm not... Yeah. I don't know if it's because I already read it and seeing it again, and the animation quality has dropped a bit. It's still decent anime, it's still but I know it's super animation, solid. But I know but what you mean, yeah. I guess I'm just, I'm just not as hyped for the series anymore overall. Whereas, I'm still, like, Demon Slayer, we talk about how it is... The story's simple. It's pretty generic, but I'm still excited to watch the anime. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hundred percent. It doesn't. It doesn't translate from. And I've read all of Demon Slayer, but the animation and the just the the art is not the, as great either in in the mangas compared to yeah. obviously the way it's one of the rare cases where the anime really is. It holds the manga. It it passes it. Yeah. I think it surpasses the manga in terms of quality. It's true. I would agree with that. And you don't get that much with a lot of series, I think. What other things do we have on our list here? Oh, yeah. Speaking of mainstream. uh, So this is a little bit ago, but we have a professional football or soccer. Depending where you're from. Depending on where you're from. Team in Inter Milan who had a partnership for a friendly game against PSG where they were partnered with Blue Lock, which, if you don't are unfamiliar, is an anime slash manga that is a soccer manga, and it's just cool. It's just a cool little shout out to be to say, hey, like anime is really is becoming more and more mainstream. We're starting to see it in. This is obviously a lot of young people are into manga and anime. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people like soccer slash football. The football. And the most watched sport in the world. Most played sport in the world, I'm sure. Right up there. If not the most, I'm pretty sure it is the most. But it is cool to see the recognition being like, hey, I think it's smart on inter inters, uh, whoever's up there and deciding to do that in the marketing team. It's like, hey, let's partnership. I'm sure that's going to get young people interested. Yeah. I'm sure... I'm not entirely sure how far they went, if they had special jersey sales or not, but I'm sure if they did, they sold. Definitely. So it's just it's just cool to see because I feel like that's just we're just starting to see the surface is just starting to get scratched, you know? We'll start I think we're gonna start seeing a lot more of stuff like that. It's tough because obviously that's a very easy marketing. 
easy transition, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're doing a soccer anime with a soccer team. Yeah. But it is just cool to see, I think. And I hope I hope to see more. I we do see it um in esports a lot. I know you're not a big you're not into esports, Matt, but there is a lot of um overlap with people who play video games that enjoy anime. Yeah. So in a lot of those spheres, there's a lot of teams uh Team Liquid has had a partnerships with like Naruto, they've done clothing like clothing where they have Team Liquid and Naruto. I think 100 Thieves has done stuff with Attack on Titan. Okay. So it ha- it is out there, but to see it in a more mainstream sport like football slash soccer, I'm going to keep saying it because I don't want to offend anyone, but it is just cool to see, I think. And I am looking forward to see what other big brands end up branching out and having a partnership with. Because the other thing is, I don't know if you're into, but just Japanese streetwear or Japanese clothing in general looks awesome. Yeah. So if maybe some of our clothing brands partner with some international some, some companies, ja- and... Japanese style, or maybe bring yeah. in some, because really the only clothing company well, that really does is just Vans. Well, like, the other thing is think about it. Just an anime shirt. It's not the nicest thing to wear. No, but maybe something that's more nuanced, yep. you know, I've seen in Japan, there's like the Jojo suits that are full out suits that are based on a look of a character in Jojo. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see some of that stuff in the West where it's more themed towards maybe the way, maybe a more up to date version of how the characters in Naruto would dress. Maybe not to a T what they look like. Yeah. But but maybe some orange accents and yeah, exactly. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think we're just scratch, starting to scratch the surface of what, hundred percent. Well, we can see with anime crossover slash manga crossovers to the to the west. That is, I'm sure. Never been to Japan, but I'm sure it's crazy there. Uh, and that goes also into uh, Ao Ashi, which is also another soccer anime who has a partnership with. Uh, it was Iniesta, who is a massive Barcelona player, uh, ex Barcelona player, and I believe played in Japan. So I'm sure he has a lot of fans as well. So. Okay. Same same thing though. Mainstream. Starting to see partnerships with I don't know if these people are necessarily fans of anime or they just know, hey, that's what a lot of young people are into. Give it a go. I'll give it a try. See what I see. You know, it never hurts to bring more fans in. And then the last big thing is uh we've got a studio Ghibli film that has already released in Japan. This and is, is by appearing in Toronto this weekend. Ah, it's this weekend. Tiff. It's TIFF. TIFF is this weekend. Oh, TIFF's this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Internet, Toronto International Film Festival. Yep. And uh, this is a Miyazaki film, if I am not mistaken. It is, yeah. It is a Miyazaki film. Okay. I believe it's his last one, supposedly. Well, but that's I mean, one yeah. that exactly. I don't know how old he is, but he's definitely pretty old now. And it's called The Boy and the Heron. And I don't know if anyone's had a chance to look at any of the trailers or any of the art, but it looks great. Just kidding. It actually premieres tonight in Toronto. Well, like, right? not that it matters, but like, yeah, we're not going to be able to yeah. go, but, but we will definitely be trying to see it when we can. December 8th, I believe is when it gets released in theaters. So for North we'll definitely be checking it out as soon as we can. And it just, it's just honestly, it's a classic-looking Miyazaki film. It, it. Slots, There's no other way to phrase it. It it's, slots right in. It, yeah. It's a it, the iconic look and feel of every uh, Studio Ghibli film. It has it, 
and it they just had it doesn't look like they've missed a beat because I don't recall the last I don't know which film was the last film Miyazaki had, but I'm gonna go with it wasn't recent. So not for him directly. No, no yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about Suri Ghibli. I mean him specifically as yeah. a director. I can pull it up quick. I have his stuff up. Let's see here. Breakthrough film Studio Ghibli. Uh, 2013, The Wind Rises. 2013. So literally 10 years. Yeah, so sometime. So if, you, if you're in North America, keep your eye out for it. it. I'm sure it'll be a fantastic film. Uh, it just goes to show also, when you look at Spirited Away or uh, Princess Mononoke. They, Totoro, like, they just hold up. They do. The, the art, the animation, you could tell you could tell someone it came out two years ago. And they would believe you. And they would believe you. It's 100%. just that it's just that well done. Which I feel like you can't say about there are definitely a lot of movies and series you look at and they just age not as well. Yep. I mean you could just say that he's created a style in his works that just are timeless. Yeah, he's found the formula. I would agree with that. He found the formula. But I'm definitely super yeah. excited to check out this film when we can, and we of course will be putting. I'm sure we'll put out an episode specifically for that as well. Close to it, yeah. But other than that, uh, more personal notes. Yeah, well, uh, the, so uh, we have not discussed it, but D and D for my troop has finally begun again. Yep. Uh, we've done one session. It was a nice little warm-up session, I would say. You know, we're, we're working our way, warming back up into how to play and stuff. Yep. But I feel like it's going to cause us to have a lot more updates on the podcast of what's <laughs> happening, hopefully. And I feel like I next episode, because there's been a couple sessions, I think. No, we skipped last week. <laughs> oh, just, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. But it was funny. A lot of people were like, I have no idea what our... Cause we're kind of working towards something. So all of us are like, I don't even know what we're supposed to be doing again. <laughs> so we're going to a masquerade ball. That's what's happening nice. in the next session. Nice. And we'll go from there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited that we're still playing the same characters because I know Eric has, who's the DM has worked on a lot of the backs, like the, the world. Yeah. The world He's done building. a lot of work. And also I, I helped. I had two characters that technically lived. Yeah, Before we went into this yeah. 100 year or 200 Time. year into the, I can't remember. See, I can't remember anything. <laughs> but we went into the future. And I had two characters that were still alive. So I got to write their whole backstories, what they ended up doing, yep. their kids, their families. And the I got to, well, the one thing I got to do is I got to create a lot of Easter eggs for everyone. And just getting to see some of, uh, or here's some of uh, the fellow players reactions to some of those Easter eggs that I helped build with Eric is just perfect. Heck yeah. So I definitely look forward to talking more about the sessions we have. Uh, I think it's part of like the best part of being like a DM or a GM or like helping with that stuff is that when it gets revealed to characters and you see their reactions. Well, in creating your own world, right? Yeah. The one thing is anyone can play D and D you can follow the modules but once you step outside modules and you're creating your own world, yep. it both becomes a lot more stressful 
but it's also so much more rewarding. I think it is hundred percent to see how characters influence things that happen in your world, how you decide to react to things character like your players do. And of course, in this situation, we had a, a, basically we had all of our party killed essentially, except for one who did escape. And (laughs) from there, we just decided we wanted to stay in the same world. Yeah. And so Eric had to decide how far he wanted to take us, what he wanted to happen in his world since that time. And then obviously we reached, I reached out to him and we discussed what the characters I had would do and what their impact would be on the world. So it's just cool to see there's, and now that we're all familiar with the world, but we're a different character, we get to discover what's happened, Yeah, but we are still familiar with it. That and we sense. never explored the whole map either. So there's still yeah. so much to do. Big shout out to Eric for creating a pretty, pretty awesome experience and a very cool world for us to explore. Hopefully for many other characters, because <laughs> I'm sure we'll die again. Fingers crossed. But that leads into your RPG, Matt. Yeah. You've been leading the Power Rangers. On it. You're all over the place. You've been stressing yourself out, but at the same time, hyping up your players. Uh, yes. Who... It's great that they want to keep playing. Yeah, it's just stressful for me because we went from like having two sessions and then nothing for what felt like a year. It wasn't a year, it, but but I it, see what it you felt mean. like a year. Yeah. I think it was like nine months. Like it was a long time. And then we finally came back and then that was I think a month and a half ago and that was session three. And now we're having session eight next two weeks from now. Yeah. So it you have had like, a good amount of sessions tightly packed. Yeah. And it's been, it's been hard, but interesting because I know you guys do it differently, but like I have six, now six players. Right. Started with four session two, we introduced the fifth one and then session four, we introduced the sixth one. Um, but two of my players haven't been available. And with the Power Ranger one, I've kind of kept it still going with like those two characters are off doing something else kind of thing. Like, yeah, fair. Just kind of works. Um, but it's just been a lot like it's we had a session and one of the players got kidnapped and then one of the other players tried to do something to be like oh like i can go help him i'll go get kidnapped too but i didn't know that's where his head was going so then he successfully got kidnapped and i had to end the session there where i was like this is not where i wanted the story to go but we got to go with it now so and then it's never count on those players eh? oh my gosh and then it's just been chaos ever since like it's been a lot i've I've added a lot more to the universe too, understanding um, like more of the Zords, what what person gets what Zord. Um, I've brought in more of the lore of like the morphing grid and like the exponential different colors and stuff. And like I've just built a lot of lore up into my own universe, yep. which uh, particularly like three of my characters are really liking because as you know, with D&D and any RPG, there's a couple different types of way people play like some people really like the combat some people really like the story so on and so forth right yeah everyone takes so, something different from exactly it. some people really like just the role-playing aspect in general yeah so you guys yeah for us it's if one person can't make it we still go but if two people can't make it then we call it off that's fair and if the dm can't make it then we call it off. well yeah i'd hope so. <laughs> but yeah it's good that it looks like we're both Getting back the into RPGs it. are starting back up. Exactly. Something else to talk about on the podcast. I bought a new RPG book. Well, we don't need to talk about that. Use crazy. You you got enough going on. No comment. No comment. But yeah, so end of summer, obviously. Well, 
kind of. It's not officially, officially the end of summer, but it's... We're getting there. But we're back in... People are back in school. Oh, if you're a listener and you're in school, good luck. Thank you. Hope you get some good sleeps. And good grades. Listen to the Nerdy Misfit podcast before you go to bed. Before you go to bed. It'll make you smarter. <laughs> make you smarter. <laughs> It'll make you smarter. But yeah, um, other than that, we actually have some questions on our Discord. Yeah, yeah. And this is a nice, um, you know, plug to the Discord. The Discord. We do happen to have a channel in the Discord called Podqu- Podcast Question Corner, where you can ask us, Matt and Connor, a question for us to debate, discuss, answer with one word. Whatever, whatever <laughs> the question is, is, we do our best to answer it. Heck yeah, that's Big, the Discord question point. <laughs> it's pretty much the point. We do check it off, so you can see that and look forward to a future episode that will indeed have it answered if we, if you see that Matt or myself has checked it off. Big shout out to Christian, who we had on last week, for the questions. Then, without further ado, to the question corner. Now, whoa! The first question from Christian. I feel like we're not gonna have um, <laughs> as long of a time discussion yeah. discussing it because the first time we recorded this episode, Matt had no idea what he was gonna answer, and I was popping off. Yeah. So, without further ado, the first question is: Is there any food or drink from a fandom that you wish was real? So, this to begin with, Matt <laughs> said, oh, "I have no idea. I can't think of anything." And the first thing I came to was a lot of the Harry Potter treats. Yeah. Like the chocolate frogs, any of the magical jelly beans, any of the magical treats that turn you into things or cause effects to happen to you. And then the other big one I mentioned was Willy Wonka, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, that whole universe. Anything in the Willy Wonka universe. Pretty much anything he made. Yeah. Not not any of what his, any of his uh, enemies enemies tried to make. Enemies in chocolate to be fair there's also a wonka movie yeah it's all about the chocolate mafia you, exactly it's true <laughs> so i'll plan to go see it but yeah you know everlasting gobstoppers the gum that is a bunch all of the meals, meals. Uh, i think of the the ones that weren't even just secrets in the factory but outside like the never melting ice cream mm-hmm. i think that would be a very weird thing to try in real life because the thing i enjoy most about ice cream is kind of when it is in that that melting, melting state. state yeah yeah so it would be interesting because mm-hmm. would it just be a frozen rock that you're just really like slowly getting to kind of like, like a, a snow uh, cone almost i'll see more like a jawbreaker yeah. but just ice cream flavored yeah i guess yeah but cold but cold but yeah so now that you kind of know some things what, <laughs> what what's what do, what do you think i mean those about? two answers are pretty solid those are the ones i would probably think of as well um, another big one would just be basically anything Sanji cooks. Like, yeah, but I, mean, like, I feel like, like it's that's a, more normal foods for the most part. Well, that's the thing, right? Like even with like food wars, maybe and stuff, some of his like, ingredients might be yeah. different. Uh, we did mention this, that anime food in general An- any always anime looks just, just unreal. It can just be ra- just ramen. Like I want to know what's so great about the ramen that Naruto eats. That That's fair. You know what I mean? Like that particular one, or uh, even we talked about when we recorded the episode the first time around, uh, flavors, flavors of, of youth. youth. Yep. Yeah. Just, the bowl of ramen looks so pristine. It's insane. 
And Any food Japanese like, food is very aesthetic. Yeah. When you think of like a uh, pork katsu bowl, just the way the pork's all cut up nicely. You got the sauce over top. It's all about with the aesthetic. The, with the kewpie mayo. Yeah. It, oh, it just... Chef's kiss. It always... Everything looks so good. And then in anime format, it's just mm-hmm. unreal. They just... Well, even like your name, Weathering With You, like They those... just put the extra effort into making sure that your the mouth f- waters when you see the food. It's true. And although it's not mythical food you know ramen is real yeah you can have unreal ramen that also looks unreal um some of those some of those foods from some just regular anime just look really really tasty and you just want to give it a try would it be weird you know we're talking about anime or whatever, like when you see like pokemon where they have like slow poke tails would you want to know yeah i don't know about that one would you want to know <laughs> that's the one weird thing about the pokemon universe is when you think of the real world we have a bunch of animals. Correct. Pokemon really are just a animals. A bunch of animals. Just really unique, cool Miltank. animals. Miltank is a cow. Yeah, and you're, they drink Moo milk. I know. They, they probably also eat Miltanks. Scary. Eve. Yeah, I don't know. See, maybe maybe I would be a vegetarian in, in, in the, the Pokemon, Pokemon universe. World. I don't know. It's tough. No wonder they're always eating rice, bowl, rice balls. But like People cook Magikarp, and like they the Slowpoke Tails... They grow back. Oh, that's how they make it like for kids. Oh, it grows back. I I don't know where that is in the mythos or not. Yeah, I don't know if I would eat a Pokemon. No, that's where you draw the line. Let us know. Would (laughs) you eat a Pokemon? That's our question to you. Like a Stantler? (laughs) What? Latronk? What other? What other? I mean, you could theoretically eat anything. Zigzagoon? Torchic? Any of the rabbit Pokemon. Any of the rabbit Pokemon. Any of the chicken-based Pokemon. Cows, yeah, the wow. pigs. You're going to eat a blaze again? That's one big chicken wing or a chicken leg. Chicken leg. <laughs> a lot of leg on that chicken. <laughs> Hope you like dark meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be toasted as heck. Um, But yeah, I don't know. There's not much else I think about in terms of fandoms. Nothing in Lord of the Rings screams, woo. You no. know, in like any of those more fan fantasy what about brock's uh jelly fell down <laughs> oh dear oh dear oh dearie um yeah nothing else is there anything in star wars that really the, the blue milk, milk. The blue milk i don't know it's all i can really think of in the top of my head yeah i feel like a lot of the other food is really there's a lot of similar food, food to us but... and then if it's weird it's just because it's like different creature that we've never encountered before it's not real yeah but I'm not a very picky eater, so I'm always down to try something. Same. So, I mean, it's an it alien creature in Star Wars that they're eating and it's perfectly safe to eat. I'm there. I'll try it. As long as it's not fish. Not a big fish fan. Fair but enough. I, but I like seafood. It's like, uh, what is it? Ant-Man 3? All the weird food that's in there. Oh, yeah. That's also <laughs> very weird. Also, the fact that technically the food they're eating is beyond microscopic because of their because they're microscopic yeah your brain starts to hurt the if you science think, if yeah. you think too hard about it if you think too much about any science in a superhero film it just starts to hurt yeah that's fair let's go on to the second question which we have not looked at and that is if you could visit a timeline where you could see a celebrity that died early in hours who would you want to see thing is that who do you what do you classify as early this is from christian as well yeah i know i know what his answer is based on this question but 
What's what's his answer? Uh, Selena. I don't know if you were familiar with who Selena is. No. She was like this big and upcoming singer, female singer, and like if she was still alive today, she would have been up there with like Beyonce and stuff. They made a movie about her, but it was beautiful. Interesting. See, a cel- well, I don't see many celebrities in general. That's the other thing. Not saying like see, but I think it's just like how you think like in a timeline that the, like a certain celebrities would still be around. Oh, like if they could still be here? Yeah. I think that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, you see if if you could visit a time where you could see a celebrity that died early in ours, who would you want to see? Like who would you still want to see like big and up and coming? Like um, one that comes to mind would be um the actor. Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple. She was great. I don't know. I've never seen any of her stuff. I just know she died young, right? She did. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the actor. He was in the Descendants movie, and he was in Jesse, I think, the Disney show. Oh, yeah. He, he died passed from, away. like, a brain. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be one. Um, it's tough, and I try not to focus myself around death. That's fair. I mean, in my head, I'm like, Robin, Robin Williams would be great to still be around. But we've, but we've seen. We've but gotten we've seen, to enjoy that's what his, I mean, his whole yeah. career. A lo- well, I shouldn't say his whole career, obviously, but a very large chunk of his career. Heath Ledger? I guess, honestly... That's a big one. Heath Ledger is a big one because he did die very young in comparison. Uh, I just heard his name. And he's such a fantastic actor, yeah. so he could Chadwick Boseman? Chadwick Boseman. That's another that's big one. That's a big one. I think bo- both him and Heath Ledger are both fantastic actors that definitely had a lot more to give to... To the big screen, if you will. Yeah. Uh, another big one for me personally would be Philip Senior Hoffman. He's been in a bunch of movies over time, and like he's been great. But I still think he was kind of. He if, played. Um. If he was you want to talk about going back in time, though. Yeah. I think maybe. I never watched like any of her shows, but maybe like Betty White, getting to see all the stuff that she's been like through young. And, and lived through it. Yeah. Because she's like an icon, right? Corey Monteith. I played Finn from Glee. Finn, yeah. So you're just trying to pick out young guys, eh? To be fair, like half the cast of Glee. Yeah. That one lady, she died saving her kid. Yeah. Oh, uh, Twitch. The famous dancer. Oh, yeah. He was a really nice guy. Twitch, that's the Ellen DeGeneres DJ too. Uh, I'm trying to think of her name. She was, I don't know if you've seen the movie Just Married. Ashton Kutcher chick flick film. It's possible. Um, let me pull up the actress name. She passed away way too young. Brittany Murphy. She passed away in 2009. She was 32. She was famil- like an amazing actress. Gone too soon for sure. Well, dang, this is just a very sad note yeah. for the podcast on. Yeah, there's a lot of people uh, that of which, go uh, away rest too soon. Speaking of which, rest in peace, uh, lead singer of Smash Mouth. Yeah, I saw he that. He recently passed away, which is crazy. I love Shrek. <laughs> it's fair, honestly. I mean, I feel like that's where a lot of people know the song from. It's true. And who doesn't love Shrek? Can't go wrong with that. Enough that Crocs is coming out with Shrek Crocs, baby. Ogre Shrek Crocs. Crocs. Um, anyways, on that note, we should probably wrap this episode up. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah. Ended off on death. Death. Do you have anything 
more cheery to say to the audience out there, Matt. Hope school and everything's going good for any university, college, high school, elementary, whoever's listening to this, you know. And if you're not in school, hope hope life's still going good for you. You know, full-time job, part-time job. Are you if following are your sad, hobbies? Go into anime. Watch anime. Get lost in the Distract so- yourself. Yeah, distract Great. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Get lost Don't in deal the sauce. with your issues. Get distract lost in yourself. the sauce. Play no. a video game. Get lost in it. Have fun. <laughs> sometimes it's good to have a good distraction. Um, but it's also good to talk about your feelings and stuff yeah. too sometimes. And if you need help, there's there's helplines. Exactly. Reach out or talk to a friend, a parent, a loved one. You're not alone. Join the Discord. We'll help you out. Exactly. Join the Discord. There's always someone. You know, if you can't find someone that's within your community, don't be afraid to find a community online. Exactly. One of us are. I'm always. not going to say they're all great, but some of them are pretty good. You can find like our Discord. You, you find, should join. Yeah, our you can find friends. Exactly. There we are friends of, among you. Trust. We got a lot of friendly people on our Discord, and a lot of them are always up to just listen and talk because you know life hasn't been easy for all of us. So exactly. I'm sure there's and there's always someone who can relate who's been in the same situation, exactly. and they can they can help you out. So stay strong. And on that note, we'll see you next Wednesday. We'll see you next Wednesday. Peace. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the islands by dropping a follow. Thank you. And see you next week. Thank you.